Hello, hunters, and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Fictional Character Podcast, where we try to figure out who is, in fact, the ultimate fictional character. I am Matt Acevedo. And I'm Christian Humes. And today we have a, an amazing friend of mine. Uh, I love working with this guy. <laughs> I love hanging out with him. Uh, he is an expert in film. Uh, he's, he, he has the show Hyper Heroes at Hyper RPG. He is the hyper hero, because the show, I swear to God, would not happen if it wasn't for this guy, <laughs> Mr. Adam Flavin. What's up? What's Thanks up? for having me, guys. Thank you for coming. Coming, Absolutely, yeah, I yeah. love working with you too, baby girl. And oh. your coffee's delicious. <laughs> oh, I'm really glad you enjoy it. Yeah. Like as I said, it's my first time trying this coffee, so I'm glad. I was I making a joke. He opened that bag of coffee, and I was like, I just want this all in my room. It smells amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and it's from San Diego, dude. San Diego's got Come the on. best everything, you know. So I'm That's glad true. you're enjoying your San Diego cup of coffee, oh, yeah, you San Diegan. You. <laughs> I have this great Darkwing Duck mug. It's, I don't think he's in the bucket. We might have to make that change. Wait, oh yeah, we do. Season. Darkwing we needs put to him be in the bucket. Yeah. What? Sure. Wait, really? Yeah. Might not, yeah. I'm about, I might change that. Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So think about it, think about it. But today we have some very big decisions to make because this is our Division Four Championship Round, which is the final episode before we go into our Season 1 finale, Part 1 and Part 2. So whoever wins today will be going up against, in the finale, Ash Ketchum, yeah. who mm-hmm. was our Division 3 winner. <laughs> Right. Yes. And then right. the winner of that will go up against either Doctor Who or, or Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. Yep. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be... Uh, Some real champions coming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but today we have uh, we have Bugs Bunny yep. versus the Kool-Aid Man. Yes. Followed oh, yeah. By Pro- yeah. <laughs> followed by Professor X versus Desmond, Desmond Hume yeah. from Lost. So... Interesting. Yes, I think we have a lot to discuss. I think we just jump right on into this. Uh, let's go ahead and start our first fight, Bugs Bunny versus the Kool-Aid Man. Let's go. All right, I'm just going to put this out there. I feel like this is an argument of, is the Kool-Aid Man better than Bugs Bunny? Because it's almost like, how much do we have to sell, at least in this conversation, mm-hmm. how good Bugs Bunny is? Right. Everyone knows how prolific of a character he yeah. is. So it's like, it feels like we need to try to argue in favor of Kool-Aid Man. And if we can't, that's kind of it with that, yeah. with this art, right? Yeah, I would have to agree. I mean, Kool-Aid Man is a cool concept. Kool-Aid Man is a cool, is a fun character to watch on a 30, 60 second TV spot. Other than that, I really don't know what else you can say about that character other than he's a big, fun bowl of punch yeah. <laughs> who goes through walls. And I'm like, oh yeah, he's fun. Oh yeah. I'm like, great. That's great. But Bugs Bunny, aside from Bugs Bunny as a character, the history that that character yeah. brings to... Yeah animation i mean he is he's basically warner brothers mickey mouse Absolutely. yes he is. He was, i mean when you see them mickey and bugs bunny i mean they're two frame roger rabbit oh my i'm like God. that was huge it's, like, it's iconic he's like an edgy yeah. mickey mouse totally. too because he's got an attitude totally. he's mickey mouse with an attitude yeah and yeah. like i think that's the one thing that i that i appreciate about that character and what separates him and what really identifies him separately from mickey is those looney tunes characters are much edgier and yeah. Bugs is very much at the forefront of that. Yeah. And he's always being quippy and quirky and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and he just unlocks the potential of like what that universe can be. Whereas Kool-Aid Man is cool on packaging, but I don't really know like how much more depth that character has. Which is a funny point because that's what I thought as well. <laughs> yeah. But Christian, Christian apparently... What, what dark hole did well, you go through? So Kool-Aid Man has a, a series of comics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah. some of which were actually done through Marvel. The, most of them were not, but some of them were. Uh, 
where he goes on adventures through both space and time. Sure. Um, I've heard of such comics. He fights the thirsties. Yeah. And and then when you Don't just start all? to think about the physics of Kool-Aid Man, you realize sure. that he's a force to be reckoned with. Like he's a big bull punch, yeah. He would yeah, have done yeah. well against Thanos. Like I, I don't know what his material is made out of, but you see him rip through a I space mean, have you station. Some Kool-Aid? <laughs> <laughs> that glass, though, I'm pretty sure is stronger than adamantium. Yeah. Probably. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that guy, you know, he busts through walls. He can t- take he takes shots. It's whatever, like yeah. it's it's the uh, the clear like aluminum, like whatever they have on the Star Trek spaceship <laughs> yeah. windows, right? That's basically what he's made of. Sure, and the guy knows how to party. That's yeah. right. I guess the, I guess the big the big trouble you sort of run into with a character like Kool Aid Man is he has no like no one's ever set any boundaries. Right. So you could argue that like, well, his potential is limitless. I'm like, yeah, but is that making him an interesting character that he can literally do anything? Mm. I kind of like the fact that characters have boundaries and that they won't cross certain boundaries. That this is something that this is a f- in- incredible point that we actually ran into in some of our characters. Yeah. You know, what, I think this is what happened with Monkey D. Luffy when I was talking about. Yeah. Him. Uh, I can see your point. I'm a little still think he has a chance, <laughs> but um, that's the thing with like people like like anime characters is that they don't really have limits. They get stronger and stronger and stronger just gotcha. because they will it into existence. Sure. So yeah. I, I agree that having some sort of cap makes it much more interesting. That's why I think Deku is an interesting character. I mean, and that's that's Goku's whole thing, right? Goku's all like, hey, I'm going to break whatever the limit is. I'm going to go to the next the next thing. But that's Kool-Aid Man's character. He breaks through walls. <laughs> <laughs> right? He's like, yeah, yeah. you're going to put a wall up and say, this is as far as I can go. But I'm going to come in and I'm going to mm-hmm. say, oh, yeah. And I'm going to have my punch. And you're going to you're gonna drink it. Let's talk about the evolution of Kool-Aid Man. Oh, my Lord. Okay. At first, he was just a jug that winked and said, oh, yeah, yeah. he was just a jug. Yeah, pitcher yeah. man. A pitcher. Uh, he was a pitcher, excuse me. Uh, sorry, yeah. Kool-Aid man. Who was picked up by humans. <laughs> How dare. And have How you dare. Seen, have you seen the original Kool-Aid commercials? It's like this, this in the 50s, you know, it's like this housewife, and she's like, my kids love Kool-Aid. And then it's like, Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid. <laughs> and then the, 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 uh, the, you know, the pitcher winks. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, he evolved from that. He grew legs. It's like a Pokemon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> kind of is like a Pokemon. You know, what I have an honest question for you because I I love Kool Aid Man the character now since we've done this I really didn't care about him before this but now I love the co- the concept of Kool Man but he still I don't think he'd ever get me to drink Kool Aid out of anything but fear. I, the well, oh, the yeah. thing I was gonna say was like I'm disappointed that we don't have a giant jug of Kool Aid on this table right now. Like <laughs> oh that's a I'm really le- missed opportunity. I'm legitimately yeah. upset right now. Like this is very I disappointing. Apologize. This is all my fault. <laughs> we have to start. We got over. coffee. Oh no. Or <laughs> <laughs> season two, Adam will be in charge of yeah. branding. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Kool Aid, please sponsor. Missed, that's o- right. missed opportunity. It's for certain. How I, I think also like and this may be completely irrelevant, but I'm very curious as to the popularity of both Kool Aid and Bugs Bunny. The decline of because like let's be honest, Bugs Bunny. I think a lot of people know who Bugs Bunny is. You say Bugs Bunny, people obviously immediately recognizable. Yeah. But like Mickey Mouse is still a character that is like he's on the Disney Channel. Yeah. He's very much a front facing figure of Disney. Right. Bugs Bunny is not really a front facing figure of Warner Brothers as that much anymore. Does he still come out in front of Warner Brothers animation? I and do, don't like, the, think so. Carrot, I know? don't think. But so. they are about to do Space Another Jam too. They are. So it's like. And that's the thing. I think, like, you know, 
how recognizable is he to audiences that are younger than like a certain age group? Yeah. Other than the, just like the name of the character. Yeah. You know, and like, did, what's up, Doc? Like, I guess recently they did have the Looney Tunes show, which was the yeah. Cartoon Network yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, show that was, it was them kind of, they did like, a, you remember the live action Muppets that they just did mm-hmm. yeah. where they were like, it was breaking the fourth wall, like their lives. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. that where it's like, this is their lives, but like, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like actors and stuff like that, Um, which I, for kids, I don't know if that would really relate to kids. It felt like a very calm Bojack Horseman to me, mm-hmm. um, you know. But but to me, I thought it was hilarious. I yeah. thought yeah. there was some really funny stuff in that show. Yeah, but, and it's but, like we grew up on that stuff, uh, right? Tiny Toons, Looney Tunes. So you're like you kind of get the character, the essence of the character, the legacy of the character. But yeah, if you've never really grew up with it, and you randomly like see this show on television, are you mm-hmm. going like? How do I connect with this? Yeah, yeah. There is, there's a. I think there's a two. You can look at it that way, and yeah. then there is the whole like. I know people our age who have kids, mm-hmm. and they are buying like the Blu-ray box sets or sure. finding whatever streaming service because they're kids. They want them to watch these. But then there's also the weird like. Every now and then you'll see like old Looney Tunes cartoon play before a movie, and they're like. This cartoon has not been adapted so that it was shown in its original form. It may have yeah. racist characters yeah. or this, oh, that, yeah. or Which um, I get, like, and, if, and well, if that's the reason why we don't see as many of those characters, I, I, right. I get that. Yeah. Um, although, you know, I know people like I me and Augie and, like, a bunch of, you know, Latino people, we, we still like Sweetie Gonzalez, even though he yeah. is totally oh, a caricature. Yeah, that's but, sure. But uh, I think we kind of embrace it. I don't know. I, know, I mean, those, I can't speak for everyone, but I know, like, my cousins and yeah. stuff are all like, yeah. Like, I don't well, know. and I think, like, that goes, that goes for anything that's made before a certain time period period right like there's yeah. so many movies in history that are problematic i know a lot of people are of the opinion that like those movies should like go away and not be seen all that sort of stuff i think that's but i think it's really great. important yeah. to use those as educational tools for people of like yeah. right this is how we progress as a culture and as people by doing by you know what that is is it's just people not wanting to acknowledge that stuff it's, it's acknowledging history they're trying yeah. to ignore history yeah. and it think, doesn't think, mean at the time like look like uh, I'm I'm a I shouldn't go here, but look, like we are in a time where we're we're we, it feels like we're it's like the worst of times, but mm-hmm. I, I honestly think that look, my kids are gonna have a great life, uh, and I'm kind of like I feel like yeah, things feel bad, planet. but it will be it will like <laughs> like you know when my yeah. when my parents were growing up, like they couldn't be in the same room with a black person. Yeah, you know? yeah. so like I agree. we are having change. It's just a change takes some time, Absolutely. but like we are totally. getting better and better, even though Absolutely. it feels like we're not. Um, yeah. It's like when you're when like a when you bite your lip and a cold sore gets like really painful. That just means it's like close to healing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I, I agree, and I think a lot of things that that a lot of things nowadays are are looked at so negatively. Even honestly, even like think that we're gonna. This is a tangent, but no, even great. even social media. Yeah. I think that we are extremely privileged with the fact that we can go out on our phone, record a video, and directly upload it to a worldwide audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Our parents could never. Like, we couldn't fathom that 15 years ago. Yeah. That's what's crazy, is, like, we have so much opportunity. So it's, like, use old material, give it some context, mm-hmm. and educate people why, you yeah. know, why is this, this, why is it like this? What have we learned from it, and how can we learn from it? Yeah. I think, um, inadvertently, Bugs Bunny just won this conversation, because you asked, like, how much depth is there to Kool-Aid Man, and Kool-Aid Man isn't the one who just spurred an actual right. discussion of meaning wow, in Bugs Bunny. Wow, true. And, like, you know, we, there's still more we can get into on the totally. value of Bugs Bunny today, yeah, but yeah. I think we saved that for 
the next, next round. Fight. Yeah, um, because I I think that's it, right? I think that's I honestly I don't that's Kool Aid Man's awesome. Kool Aid Man's great. He likes a party. He's got Kool Aid jammers. He's the one I mean? you want at your party. Yeah, to just yeah. liven oh, it up. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, that wasn't, that wasn't even perfect. He just. That answers that question. <laughs> that wasn't even up. <laughs> but I think we're in a pretty like you know we like there's not much else to say about Kool Aid yeah, Man. So I think are sure. you are we all in agreement? Yeah. Um, do bugs. you think that bugs? Yeah, I think that's. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So Kool Aid Man, you know, you did a great job, but uh, keep serving that punch, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, bugs Bunny is going on to the final round. Now let's see who Bugs Bunny will be fighting. Now next up we have Professor X versus. Desmond Hume from Lost. Let's so, go. A full disclosure, favorite character from my favorite TV show. So I will try not to stand this character too hard. Yeah, he's a huge uh, Lost fan. Cool. Yeah. Great. But what I will say is this is where we are now at that same conversation we've had time and time again of we have one character who's on one show and then we have another character who has been in countless comics, mm-hmm. cartoons, died, movies. Yep. Brain gets transplanted like, into uh, Red Skull. Into the red onslaught, you know, like, <laughs> and so then I it think, comes back to life. <laughs> I think, like, we need to figure out a way, and this is probably something we're definitely going to, like, 100% decide before season two, but to, like, be able to put things in buckets and say, like, okay, clearly Professor X is a more prolific character. But then that aside, don't look at, like, just, okay, well, he has a larger body of work that's sure. affected more people. <clears throat> that should be, like, a point for the character, but it doesn't necessarily make the character better yeah because professor x is you know incredibly powerful incredibly strong but uh to to your point christian i will also say that if you break down professor x to his foundation he is still the same professor x someone who stands for freedom who wants to unite the mutants with uh with uh you know humans um he he is still he is still a freedom fighter and i don't i don't i'm not even talking about his powers i'm just talking about like because of the fact that he's a character from such a large body of work like it's sometimes it's hard to say like like it should it shouldn't be the case that a character could be made for one book series and then lose because another character's just in this just ongoing sure. Yeah, yeah right so it's just like it, it's a hard it's a hard thing to gauge it's mm-hmm. like the biggest problem we keep running into um, <laughs> but that's that's the point of this this weird experiment that being said professor x is a very good character yeah he is the embodiment of a number so, like of themes like social injustice is mm-hmm. like the main theme of X-Men. Yeah. Uh, he is a character that has a disability, which is very rare for anything, especially for a lead character. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the most interesting things about him is that he's smart. It's not even like his psychic abilities. It's that he is actually like very thoughtful and yeah. smart. He uses his brain not just to control people, but he actually, he doesn't, in fact, he, it seems like he usually tries to avoid having to control yes. people. He wants it's them to the make the right resort. choice. Exactly. Yeah. He wants he wants the person to make the right choice. He doesn't want to have to influence them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was, do you know anything about uh, Desmond Hume? Not a whole lot. So, like, I watched Lost when it first came out in 2004, I think it came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of fell off by the end of the first season. Not because I didn't like the show, yeah. just because I was watching other stuff at the time. 
and I was like, okay, I can't, I can't devote myself to this. Yeah. So this character, I know this character doesn't show up till the second season, right? Correct. The first in, episode of the second season. So I, what I learned, because I haven't seen Lost, yeah. I'm in the same boat. Uh, what I mm-hmm. learned is that at the end of the first season, when like they finally open that bunker, yeah. and it zooms into the in there, like Desmond's the one in there, you find mm-hmm. out that he's been living yeah. down there forever. Like the like island six years or something, right? He's been shipwrecked on that island? Yeah, he's yeah. been there for quite a long time. Yeah. He He's such an interesting character. I'll tell you what, Lost also, by the way, if you haven't watched it, there's no better way to watch that show than to not have to wait week to week for every season. Like, yeah. it is. I actually had a friend reach out to me and he was getting rid of his Lost Blu-rays. And he was like, do you want these? And I'm like, I kind of do because I really want... Yeah. Because I agree. And I, I feel the same way about a lot of television shows. Yes. Right. I get so frustrated. The one, the one or two exception is a show like Titans or Krypton or any yeah. show that is week to week, but it's short. Yes, I can mm. do that. Like 10 episodes. Mm. If it's 8 to 10 episodes, I'm totally down. Yeah. But if it's something like Arrow, Shield, all that sort of stuff, where it's 23 freaking episodes. And most of it's just fluff. Like and Monster it's fluff. Of the week, I'm like, like, man, the fact that Arrow season 8 is going to be 10 episodes, I'm like, pizza shit. That's like, yeah, right? Yeah. I'm right? so happy about that. It, I'm sad yeah. it's ending, but. Yeah. Lost, Lost would have done better to be made today because they could have done maybe like a 15 episode yeah. season sort of thing yeah, i yeah. wouldn't actually even say half series. of its fluff it's definitely not even like that high of a percentage but yeah. there is some stuff that it's like okay well this was an, a network show which in many ways it was like the network show that's the progenitor to the way everything's being done sure, now sure. also it looks amazing still for yeah. it being shot yeah. in 2004 I, yeah i remember watching that HD. pilot and being like man this is like there's a lot it of value up. production value yeah. in this series and you have to appreciate that that like Nowadays, it's becoming more and more common for there to be high production value in everything. I mean, you look at Umbrella Academy and some of this other stuff. Yeah. It looks incredible. Deadly Class. Holy cow. I need to watch that still. I haven't it's got access It's trippy. To it. It's crazy. But that's the thing that I really loved about Lost when I saw it was like, man, not only are they really treating the characters with a lot of like respect and making them characters, yeah. they're also putting a lot of value in front of the yeah. Yeah. on screen. And you know, Desmond, too, uh, like uh, Christian and Patrick, they were both huge Lost fans. I was just here last week, just like, this is, I'm learning so much. Yeah. And I feel like an expert now, even though I haven't <laughs> even seen it. But uh, Desmond, like, he has such an incredible journey, it's an too. incredible journey. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he, he keeps getting someone back. He, like, the island needs him. And he yeah. is, like, right? He's like, he, he is, he is, like, without him, most things would not have happened. Mm. Like, he is, in many ways, the cause of the plane crashing. He is, sure. like, so many things that happen on the island are because of him. And he is, like the reason that like the show can come to a conclusion. He is sort of like the like the little key that turns every mm-hmm. time they need the story to progress. Like yeah. they have a big Desmond episode, yeah. which also helps his character so much because they he is this man who never felt like he was special or worth anything. And he mm-hmm. always just wanted to be a good guy and he wanted to do the right thing. And he just wanted to like I love him so much because I think sci-fi is such a good genre because most science all good science fiction is actually about the characters it's not about the setting totally but it takes the most important stories that everyone cares about which is about like family and friendship and love and then it frames it in a different world mm-hmm. but it's still always about that core element and it's like he's in the middle of all of this stuff that he never asked to be a part of and all he wants to do is to get back home and be with this woman that he loves yeah. that's his whole story yeah it's like beginning to end and it's his whole journey throughout the thing it's like losing her getting back together then having to give it up mm-hmm. and then do the right thing and it's like will he ever and it it has amazing payoffs it all ends great like with him 
it's start to finish incredible. We had Nora Durst, which is a character from The Leftovers, which Damon Lindelof made after Lost. And she is very much like the equivalent of a Desmond Hume character. She made it to the finals. She went against Thor. And I feel like we're in the same place we were in that same conversation Mm. where I had this, we had this really well-written character who goes on a very personal journey and it's an incredible story. But I think the framing of it is so specific that the reach of the character compared to, let's say, Professor X or Thor does limit like how incredible the character is. And so I do think that like as amazing as Desmond Hume is, they are sort of in this one pocket of fiction that outside of that, I don't know how much like reach that, that it has. I, uh, the way you were explaining Desmond though, I, in the way we broke down Thor, Mm -hmm. I think Desmond's a better character than Thor. I, I know I'm probably going to get a lot of people who don't like that, but I really do. I think he's a stronger character than Thor. Yeah, Thor's an um, idiot. I feel like if it was, right now, if it was Desmond, there's Thor. I would be leaning towards Desmond. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, but Professor X, like if you take away all the craziness, like I like I still think he is yes. because of what, what he is kind of like. For lack of better word, like I don't know, like for, like a lack of comparison, he's kind of like the Martin Luther King from Mutants. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he is. Well, a, I mean, people, and whenever we talk about Professor X and Magneto, they're referred to as Malcolm X and yeah, Martin Luther yes, King. Yes, exactly. And I think they were they were written kind of because of that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird that they've swapped the sure the X. <laughs> yeah, right. I know exactly. It's like a, it's just like a weird thing. <laughs> it's true. No, it's true. It's almost like he originally like had called Magneto like something X yeah. and was like, oh wait, that's two on the nose. Let's yeah, let's swap it out. And we'll call yeah. him Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, uh, I I agree with you, and I and I think because from what I from the little re- from the research that I did is like this character constantly shows up as people's favorite lost character yeah he's i think the only actor on the show who was nominated for an emmy which i think oh, if I you're in that. that big of an ensemble on a show that ran for that long it ran like what six seven seasons yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, six seasons yeah it his his biggest episode is long considered it's the fourth it's the eighth episode of the fourth season it's mm-hmm. called the constant uh or maybe it's the seventh i always the pr- the premieres are always two hours so how they count the episode gotcha. numbers is always weird um I brought this up last time, but like the ringer did a thing. It was like the top 100 episodes of TV in the 21st century. And they only picked one episode per series. And that was like, they said the best thing that's been made since the year 2000, like that, that episode, which I remember when I was looking at that list, I was just scrolling, like, where is it? 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 it?" And then finally got to it. It's like, Oh, I knew it. Yeah. And I think like, I think there's a lot, I think there's, there's definitely a lot of value in a character who is able to influence a show yeah. so incredibly well and to have such a big impact on a show i would say and it's kind of like the bugs bunny kool-aid man conversation of like how much of an impact did professor x have to the world yeah. outside exactly. of being yeah. someone who has superpowers yeah take away all the superpowers what did professor x stand for yeah and at the end of the day it's about equality exactly. and it's about acceptance and yeah. even though you might feel like an out like for some for people like us who love comic books and stuff. I mean, we were just talking. You were talking about Pokemon, how that was something that you you would be made fun of it in class. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I specifically remember when I was a sophomore in high school, uh, X2, X-Men United came out. And someone in my class came up to me and was like, oh, you're going to go watch the new X-Men movie? Or what are you going to go see this week? I'm like, oh, I'm going to go check out the new X-Men movie. And I remember kids in the class walking by and scoffing at that because they were like, comic books, yeah. superheroes, Ugh. get out of here. 
Now they all love him. Yeah, now they all love him, and it's like... Now they're watching you talk about him. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. No, it's totally true. And you look at a character like Professor X, and he, the way that character is uh, written and presented, he makes you feel like, hey, if you love something that not everybody loves, that doesn't make you weird. That makes you unique. Yeah. And and that's acceptable. Like, you should feel like you, you are... Just as valued and as anybody else who maybe doesn't like the same thing that you do, and that's his like, that's his mission throughout. Like exactly it's th- throughout every even he comes back to life, whatever. Yeah. That is his mission every single time, and it's still like which which what I like is that it's still the same thing from the beginning. Like it's yeah. still it's not like oh now I'm like this and now I'm like this. He's still yeah. like you know I honestly think. Desmond, I think it's a bad matchup for Desmond. It's, it's, it's Professor tough. X, such a bad matchup. Yeah, for it's tough. It really is. It like is. Desmond probably could have taken. Like I feel it like, is. yeah. I think you would need to. I think somebody, somebody like Desmond, needs to be paired up with just spitballing, like a character, yeah. maybe like Siler from Heroes. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, someone who's very much in their own self-contained universe. Yeah, mm-hmm. like how much of an impact does that, does that character have in their universe versus Desmond? How much, you know, when you yeah. talk about Professor X, it's like. A world impact. But, I, but, but that's why time, he was able to win his episode. Like he won his episode because he, did he didn't go episode. against Professor X. Like yeah. he beat yeah. two other people already. But and now I, he's got. That's what the 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 quarterfinals are like. Yeah. This, it's the randomness yeah. too, you know. Yeah. Uh, and but I, that's what makes the show I think fun is yeah. like <laughs> you can still talk about and appreciate the character for how impactful they are in their universe, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if they can't beat somebody like Professor X. Someone as who's like listening or watching this, they're going, damn. This, that's a that sounds like a really cool the fact that one character of a huge ensemble had that big of an impact, but he wasn't even in there from the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And a story doesn't necessarily start with a plane crash. It's completely like something else. Right. Just seeing and hearing about that, I'm like, damn, I'm intrigued now. I want to like learn more about this character. Oh, I don't. That's really sweet, man. <laughs> and here's and like I don't know, like that's that's what I love about this show. Like the fact that we're even hung up on this yeah. on this fight, yeah. right? I think it's so incredible. Because you could have walked in and been like, "Oh, it's Professor X, hands down." Next question. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we do like to we do like to try to pick the character that's the winner based on who we can talk the most positive about. Sure. Versus like trashing them in comparison, because yeah. then it's like we're not even celebrating the characters. Like these no. are the best characters. We're here to talk about why they're all awesome. Even like yeah. bad guys, not why like, we, like they're totally. bad guys yeah. have are great. We still like, have trouble you know. with that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I think like, you know, if you're going to come on here and you're going to pair characters in one, you're just going to trash them. If you're like, ah, What's the point? Yeah, you know, it's like celebrate celebrate both characters for who they are and what they represent and what their impact is. Yeah, and obviously at the end of the day, like yeah, there will be there will be one character that is more impactful for for certain reasons. Right, that doesn't mean the other character is somehow like invalid or not valid. Exactly. Um, and I do think that if Desmond were to go up against certain X Men, like sure. I think he has a great chance. Totally. You know, like, yeah. like like I think he has a great. Like, he could put up a good fight against Beast. You know. Uh, yeah. Uh, I find Beast between this. This might be my personal thing, but I think. I, I, comments, I hope you're gonna say between us three because I'm like, no. What? Uh, how many people are listening? <laughs> uh, Beast to me, like I, I think Desmond is just such a more grounded, more powerful character because yeah. the writers always just change Beast POV like all the time. Oh you know? yeah. Like, ah, Consistency you know? and depth are the most important. To me yeah. when it comes to a character. Yeah, yeah. same. Here's same. what I'll say is Desmond ex- is a special he ends up being a very special character who experiences time travel and almost interdimensional travel. Is the mm-hmm. best way I could explain it. That's super intriguing. Uh, though. Yeah, that's I like, gotta watch I'm, it. I'm in. Yeah, he's very and he stands for a lot of the same things that Professor X does because like by the end of the series, he's just like everyone should just like have the ability to yeah. like live their life and like be with their loved ones and like uh, but not not quite like specifically for like you know 
people that are, are of sure. color or you know different gender right. or yeah. and, you know he's just in general he's just like right. everyone should just be given that sort of opportunities kind of how what he stands for but he feels like he would actually be a great student of professor x but totally. he wouldn't oh, be a great yeah. leader and i feel yeah. like like professor x is the kind of character that would be like guiding him yeah. on his journey he seems like he'd be a really great ally for the x-men yeah yeah you know, but I, I feel like we've reached a conclusion. Yeah, for that reason. Um, what a great discussion, though. Fantastic. I think Desmond, <clears throat> Desmond, um, you know, you may be lost, but you are found. Well, you are not forgotten. His, <laughs> his uh, <laughs> this this is just for all the lost fans out there. But Desmond, I'll uh, see you in another life, brother. That's what. It, that's his. Uh, if Patrick was here, he'd be yeah, like, he would oh, love yes! it. Patrick would love it. All the Lost fans out there. Uh, I will I will come back to this episode uh, when, I, when I know what that means. <laughs> I, will, I will say like... He has a catchphrase. That's his catchphrase. Oh, I will nice. say though, like the four, probably like the oddest pairing of characters between all four of these. Yeah. But walking away and being like, and you know, someone who, again, who's listening to this and like, Kool-Aid Man had a comic book? What? Yeah. <laughs> a Marvel comic book? Again, it's all about, at the end of the day, like I love podcasts like this because it's all about like educating the audience and showing yeah. them a new side of a character yeah no one cares know? if i know a fact more than another person yeah. that's that's boring yeah. yeah sorry if you like that kind of stuff that's <laughs> you, your preference this is my preference yeah. that's not de- definitive you know what i just realized about kool-aid man he's basically like a my hero academia character <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's, he's like boss orca like he's like he's oh my gosh like, he's yeah. just a giant like i would absolutely not be surprised if there was a character like Kool-Aid man on my hero academia. (laughs) Dude, the things that we learn in this show is that's why I do love doing this. It's like my favorite thing that I'm so glad me and Christian are doing this. Uh, Let me really quick. One of the things that like we find things about these characters that I had never knew, right? Uh, I'm going to blow your mind right now. For example, Chuck E. Cheese almost won for me because uh, he has a crazy backstory. He's an orphan who doesn't uh, know when his birthday is. His parents like abandon him. He doesn't know when his birthday is. So he uh, and he moves to New York to try and make a living. He works at this pizza place and is a singer at this pizza place. And then the pizza guy and him moved to California to try and uh, throw parties for everyone else because he doesn't remember when his birthday is so he wants to give everyone else a birthday party that's chucky cheese's story yeah if we don't make this into a short film i'm gonna tear this place <laughs> apart <laughs> that's it's, it's, amazing it's, right i was like oh my gosh this is incredible that's uh, but like that's the stuff that we learned and yeah. I, I he's really ratatouille for pizza yeah yeah except for the pizza but what we came down to is the pizzas are still really bad so oh pizzas are 100 really percent yeah um <laughs> so so for these last two the final fights of Division Four. Do you want to almost just break it down into categories like we do from time to time, where it's like, okay, who's the most this, that, and the other? Because um, we could talk our heads off about the two of these characters well, here's forever. What's fascinating? Just going, well, let's just dive in right into this: Professor X versus um, Bugs Bunny. Right? Mm. Both of these characters are prolific in their own right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. They're- yeah, they're massive icons. Yeah, and they're both, uh, I would say they kind of run, run parallel to each other in, in my head. You know, like they both have been going on for years. They uh, have ex- extreme global reach. Um, they What they've done for not comics and animation yeah. like is, is incredible. You know what? Like, that's I, I, a good point. Like to me, they're already so close. Um, so yeah, right. let's jump into some things. Yeah. You so, know? okay. Iconicness, I wouldn't, like you might be able to argue in one or another's favor, but it's like it's picking you like pick a straw. Yeah, yeah. let's not. Yeah. It's like it's an, you're nitpicking at that point of like who's the more iconic character. Right, right. Who like this is a fun one we like to do, but it's not the important one. But who would win in a fight? Because Bugs Bunny's got quite a few tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> no, I mean it's true. I think I think what gives Professor X the edge is that he can read minds. 
Can he read an animal's mind? That's a good question. I don't know. I don't... Well... I don't know. If I he, mean, you look at some of the X-Men characters and you look at what they mutate into, some of them are animalistic. But right. they're so human. They're of a human. They're so yeah. humans so that like, have like... Yeah, like how do you justify that? Animal-like features, but they're not animals. Well, yeah. hear me I out. Know. I feel like... You I gotta, can't remember if there was a specific comic book or Bugs movie. Is Bugs Bunny just a mutant? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> We're opening a can of worms. I, I love this. This is amazing. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> look, and hear me out. If Bugs Bunny... If his mind was red, sure. he is a Looney Tune. So his mind would be like cuckoo place. clocks and yeah. like, like clouds of dust and yeah. you know people <laughs> animals. Yeah, cuckoo yeah, cuckoo. Like, he would really not. He would, I can't get a read on him, yeah. Gene. I, I don't know, Gene. I can't read his mind. It's all over the place. <laughs> right, Just right. Carrots. True. I can only see yeah. carrots. I only see vegetables and dark holes. So I, I'm and some I, duck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all so, I hear is. <laughs> <laughs> great man wow uh to me like if we're putting like you had to take account of like the, the acme physics so yeah i kind of think bugs bunny has an upper hand which is uh he's you know he's a strong guy i mean yeah. he completely bends and this is kind of a ridiculous thing to say when you're comparing him to <laughs> professor xavier from the x-men but he can really like those cartoons bend reality yeah in any way possible to just get a laugh out of people yeah. And that's kind of ridiculous when you talk about the X-Men where they do like crazy shit stuff like time traveling and, and, and all that sort of stuff. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. hard. It's 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 tough. He's also a master of disguise. He might I just put just carrots between his that. fingers yeah. and be like, It's me, your buddy Wolverine. Exactly. <laughs> and Professor X would be like, rolls oh, a hello, natural Wolverine. twenty on his on his <laughs> bluff test, you know. Oh, <laughs> like, oh good. Well, Logan, I need your help. <laughs> <laughs> like I almost feel it's weird, but and we we do like these absurd scenarios but for bugs bunny you have to be because that's his thing yeah yeah and he's witty he's like super witty and he kind of makes fools of guys who are supposed to be geniuses all the yeah. time you know? he does get tricked though like bugs bunny isn't always the one sure. there are a lot of times where he's the one yeah. getting hunted down and getting tricked and getting mm -hmm. like kind of yeah. kicked which is i think part of bugs bunny's charm is that he actually does lose a lot too yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't actually always necessarily come out on top. Mm. There true. are quite a few episodes of Looney Tunes where Bugs Bunny looks like harried and tired <laughs> and like worn out. <laughs> oh my That's gosh! A, I, I can see the. I, I I imagine exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like the bloodshot eyes. Yeah, 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 like yeah. the droopy. Just like, yeah. like uh, the fur's <laughs> a little scruffy. Yeah, yeah. Ears aren't totally pointed yeah, up. I'm done. I'm done, Doc. That's <laughs> like, true. Oh, yeah. Um, and for, I don't know. I, I think, I I think Bugs Bunny would still win though. Professor X is super powerful, uh, and sure he can. I, I just think his mind is just—it's a weird thing. Yeah, it's a, it's this is a, it's like this is a weird conversation. Yeah, but, like it's, but it's a good one. Yeah, it's an interesting one. Because <laughs> yeah. like yeah, he could technically he can manipulate he can manipulate Bugs Money Bugs Bunny in terms of like making him you know like he can levitate him and do all this crazy stuff, but. What if Bugs Bunny goes underground and yeah. he can't read his mind? He can't tell where he is. Yeah. Like, there's so many advantages and disadvantages to both to both scenarios. And he, could, uh, he could hop in a hole, stick his finger out, walk it over underneath Professor X, drop him in the hole. Exactly. And Bugs exactly. Bunny is also kind of he's a little he know like Bugs Bunny is meta. He knows how to get meta, so he can like yeah, yeah. he can just will he can will things into existence. Yeah. He can will Magneto's helmet into he, existence. He's exactly. a bit like he's a bit like Q. Sure. From Star yeah. Trek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in rapid form. Yeah, so I think Bugs Bunny would win. I think he would win in a fight. It's a weird I thing. I can't wait to see what people say about this. <laughs> <laughs> You're so wrong. Yeah. Like, well, it's a matter of opinion. Uh, so this is like, definitive. This is fact. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Professor X, Marvel comic. Yeah. <laughs> Professor X did want to read a rabbit's mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
I'm gonna it's going to be like that specific that thing yeah, too. It will yeah. be like a rabbit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I would say like if I wanted someone who to like defend me in a court of law, I would go with uh, Professor X personally. I think he, you know, he's, oh, he's yeah. incredibly smart. He can he's influences people by like moving them, you know, and getting yeah. them to see his point of view. Uh, you know, in a very peaceful way, you know. So I I think Professor X would be a great person to defend you in court. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> And it's it's such an unfair. Sometimes it's a very unfair point to make, but you look at sort of the the general impact that the character ha- the characters have on society and people in general. Yeah, Bugs Bunny, very fun, very entertaining, very quirky, very loony, obviously. Yeah, but then you look at the character of Professor X, and you look at the impact and the influence that he has on people, uh, all kinds of people. And sort of what that says yeah. about him as a character and what that says about X-Men in general. It's like, of course, he's going to edge out Bugs Bunny. He gets the yeah. point for cultural impact. Exactly. Absolutely. So he definitely gets the point under impact. I would say so. Yeah. Absolutely. And not that that's the winning argument, but no, that not. is definitely a big part of you have to look at like, okay, cool. What has this character sort of said and done culturally yeah. that, that has really made him really impactful? And Bugs Bunny, I mean, they don't really make new. There really isn't anything new happening yeah. with these characters aside Which, from like maybe like some new animated stuff that I right. have not seen. So I don't know really sort of like what the voice of that is. Yeah. I can't really speak to that. Yeah, Which, An interesting thing to me about Professor X since like, he's also specifically, it's about civil rights. He's yeah. everyone's always like Martin Luther King, but he's like a white guy. I always thought it was weird. They never like, they, didn't they just, never just yeah. like, Maybe when Disney does their X Men, they should Maybe. like let's have a black Professor X. Like well, let's think, actually like make that argument. Make, if you're yeah. gonna make that argument, Idris Elba is a Professor yeah, X. And I think, or how about Lance Reddick? Oh yeah, and I think say. that's he's already bald. And I think that <laughs> definitely speaks to sort of like where we were when those characters were created right. in the early '60s, right? Yeah. And like where we've how we've sort of evolved. Do you, I think like I they probably you know just thinking about it from yeah. that perspective in that time. Um, because there was racism and everything, sure. people probably wouldn't give it the time of day. Yeah, they wouldn't exactly. have read, like, they wouldn't exactly. have read the so story. But imagine now, person. imagine today, if you did, and it's hard right. because Magneto's back backstory is very much tied to World War II. I don't War know how II. they're going to do that. Like that, how, how, that to me, I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how you're going to do that. Yeah. If maybe you make him, if maybe you make him, he's like, got to get frozen or something. Yeah, either that or he's like the grandson of, yeah. of someone who was yeah. who was who was a Jew in World War II. So I think. But I, but I think the the iconography of seeing, I guess, unless they change it, a white Magneto and a black Professor X, yeah, and the, and what that could mean socially in modern time, I think is like very impactful and strong. Yeah, right. You know, so it's like I, I think that's the thing that also makes Professor X interesting is he can be kind of molded to be any type of ethnicity or anything. Like yeah, the the ethnic like his ethnicity is not. At least I don't think it's that important to who Professor X is. It's more about what he stands for. Right. Yeah, I totally agree. Magneto's the trickier one. But if you had to get a beer with someone. Mm -hmm. But if you had to get a beer with someone. (laughs) Sure. Sure. That's a a tough question for these because I think there is a winner. But I also think I would want one with both because they're both. Look, Professor X, we've seen it. We've seen him in like first class, very suave, very yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh, James fun. McAvoy, Professor X was like, mm, right? I want to hang out with that dude. Yeah, yeah, me too. I would love to get a beer with Professor X, uh, but Bugs Bunny would also be because like Bugs Bunny knows when to be off and on, yeah. you know. And Bugs Bunny would also be really cool. I don't know if I want to be around drunk Bugs Bunny. That sounds like a lot. <laughs> oh, what yeah. was it? What was it in? Oh man, there was 
was it like a hot sauce or what was it? There was something that Bugs Bunny would be exposed to and he would get crazy. Yeah. Was that only in Space Jam that I'm thinking of? No, Space Jam was, it was like he made everyone else drink water, but they made, he said it was the stuff. That's right. And he tricked stuff. him. He tricked him. Yeah. But it was all, it was in them the whole time. That's yeah. Cool. Damn. He's a good trickster. He's a, he's a fantastic he trickster. He's a good trickster. Yeah. He would, you know, Bugs Bunny would be. That's some Professor X influence when you that can is. convince people that water is special. That is very true. Uh, but Bugs Bunny, I don't know if I want to drink with him because I just want to have a nice conversation and drink. Yeah. But Bugs I'd be Bunny, terrified what he, he might would do be, after one beer. Uh, or even like, so I feel like he'd do a Looney Tune trick where he would act like he's drinking a beer, but it, like it goes to me somehow. You yeah. Know? Like, oh, yeah. oh, like where did this come from? Are you saying that Bugs Bunny's going to try to get you drunk and then take you home? I think so. Well, oh, Lord. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are you doing? What do you know? You know what? <laughs> What's up, Matt? <laughs> do you do you know what I like though about Bugs Bunny? Now that you just brought a Space Jam, they're basically warring with these monster race of aliens, mm-hmm. right? And it comes down to a basketball match, which of course. Uh, but by the end of it, he actually wins over his enemies. Mm-hmm. Like he's he not friends them. Yeah, he befriends them, and he's like, "You guys come be with us. Like mm-hmm. you don't need to go with this guy." Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Y'all can hang with us still. That's like a very, like, Professor X, if he could, he would win over all of Magneto's followers. He would win over the entire brotherhood, and he would bring them into his school, and Mm. he would give all of them a second chance, even Magneto. He does it time and time again. That's like a very similar aspect between the two, which is like a weird thing to find, because they, in many ways, also couldn't be farther apart he's like so self-serious for professor x like such like real consequences Mm. he has so many real things to worry about and bugs bunny is like i'm either gonna cause chaos or chaos is coming to me like i'm either like he's the arbiter of chaos is essentially his character whereas magneto is like i'm trying to cause peace because the world is chaotic Mm. like i'm Mm. trying to like they're very far apart in what their goals generally are yeah. So it's weird to find places where they can kind of come together. Well, especially because there's such <laughs> the dynamic between those two. It's so there's such a disparity. Yeah. But to yeah. find little things, you're like, oh, I can I can see how these characters are are similar in certain ways. But it's true. Yeah. Like Bugs Bunny, definitely at the end of Space Jam is like, don't go back with that guy. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Professor X, a lot of time he does that, but he also struggles a lot for that to happen. Yeah, because humanity is stubborn. Yeah, we are all jerks, and uh. <laughs> I mean, even in the movies with a character, and not even the older ones, the newer ones with a character like Mystique, who's mm-hmm. constantly flip flopping. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah, Who, I, who's probably gonna die? But um, okay, so where are you guys at? So we got to figure out an answer here. Oh man, because this is like, like I said, I like we can is, talk about them being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel both like this, awesome. is, this is kind of this is kind of an unfair edge. But I think for me, in terms of the impact of the character, especially on me personally, you know, I love Bugs Bunny, a very entertaining, very entertaining character. But at the end of the day, like to me, Professor X had such an impact on me personally in terms of making me feel like I'm not just a weirdo outsider. Right. And I think and that's not for that, everyone. Right. But I, I'm, I'm also with Adam on that because what I love about, uh, excuse me, Professor X. How dare you? I, I know. I know. Gosh. <laughs> is that he he was, you know, like that's literally the whole theme of the, of the X-Men. Like, yeah. I, like, I know you're scared. I know you don't know what's going on and you feel like your, your body's changing, but yeah. you are like, we, we like we accept you. Um, you are going to be okay. Come mm-hmm. with us and we'll help you mold who you are. Like you, we, you can be yourself and we can help you help find your center and like be who you are. Um, yeah. I think that's really, really cool. 
so I was trying to, and this is something I'm trying to do with these, is I'm trying to, because they're, they're so different. So sometimes like we have to try and find the thing that's most important between the two mm-hmm. to make that decision. And we, we've talked about like their impact and their relevancy and like they're both so prolific. But what about like a hundred years from now? Who's more timeless? And I would think in a hundred years from now, Professor X will still be an important character because there'll always be a group of people that are not being represented yeah. or being held down or being hurt. Whereas Bugs Bunny, we're not even a hundred years away from that character's inception and we're already having to put up disclaimers. Like a mm-hmm. lot of Bugs Bunny's humor comes from stereotypes from making fun of things. Yeah. From like sort of like harm and cruelty. Like his yeah. whole thing is like, let's like blow each other up and yeah. things like that. <laughs> and it's hilarious and it can be funny. And I'm not saying like all those things are bad yeah. in any way. It's escapism. Yeah, exactly. It's you know, it's it's also satirical back then, you know. It's mm-hmm. like you're making fun of things that are, you know. Yeah. Kind of sensitive. But as society progresses, like he's just going to become less and less important unless they keep updating the character, which is a good thing. And I hope they do find ways to update the character and that concept for modern days. I think it's just a challenge because like kids today don't maybe like that stuff as much. Right. They don't want to see their friends get hurt as much. They're not like as cruel necessarily like to each other as as kids my age were and then older like generations before me were. Professor X is still going to be that character that fights for the kid that feels like there's no one else there Mm -hmm. fighting for them. So for that reason, I would also say I'm going with Professor X. Well, I think... That's all, folks. <laughs> this is we have a decision, right? <laughs> uh, I think we all are. are it's, yeah. it's clear. It's Professor a whack X. season. <laughs> that's right. Wax. That's right. Um, Bugs Bunny, you were incredible, but Professor X is will live on forever um, and without many changes. And I want to say cool. too. I think like if at the end of the day, if you if you disagree and you like Bugs Bunny simply for the escapism yeah. and like for. That's totally valid. It, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Because yeah. like it's tough because yeah, you look at a character like Professor X and you talk about the impact, what it means, all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, if you're like, but I just want to just enjoy something for what it is, yeah. And like totally. Yeah. All of these characters that we've talked about. Yeah. You know, like there really is no right and wrong. Exactly. No. That's what's you know, so it's fun all about it. It's all opinion based. Except yeah. that this is the definitive answer. Exactly. Right? Of yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. We don't make mistakes. So, congratulations <laughs> to Professor X. Charles Xavier is our Division Four champion who will be going on to our season one finale Ooh. against uh, against Ash Ketchum. Oh, my God. Gotta Gosh. catch them all. That's gonna be fun. That's oh, a fun one. Thanks, man. It's That's gonna a be fun one. it's gonna be a good one for sure. Yeah. Um, wow. Th- thank you so much, Adam. Yeah, of course. I love having you on this podcast. Yeah, you were this great. A lot of fun. I, great I will say, I was a little nervous because yeah. I didn't know how competitive and combative it was gonna be. But I like the fact that this is more of just like a celebration of the characters. I'm not a fan of going on shows and podcasts where it feels like the loudest person has the best argument. Same. I like that it's like. A creative think tank of like what makes these characters great. Yeah, Christian, let's get weird. Uh, let's get Christian, weird. We yeah. should. Uh, we gotta remember that. Uh, write that down. Celebration of the characters when inviting guests. Yeah. <laughs> creative think tank. Got it. Yeah. I mean, that's like when I first pitched the show, and I had I had that like doc. It's like the first thing I think at the top of the doc was like, "We're not arguing with each yeah, other." Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was like the number one thing because there are so many versus shows where it's like, totally. and it's all about like fighting, which is like who's stronger. It's like who cares exactly. who's stronger, and yeah. it's like who can have the most like 
you know, like the I don't want to play Smash with the guy yeah, who's stronger. Yeah, it's like right? <laughs> celebrate the thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, thank you so much, yeah, man, Adam. Um, just go, go ahead. If you have uh, anything like uh, you want to plug, where you're sure. at, where can people find you? Um, I keep my social media very, very simple. It's just my name, Adam Hlavic, A D A M H L A V A C. Uh, Hyper Heroes every single Saturday on Hyper RPG, youtube.com slash Hyper RPG. Uh, if you'd like talking movies, talking anything regarding film or animation or TV, uh, hit me up on social media. I'd love to talk to you about anything and everything. And everything, if you're looking for people who are like, you know, if you like podcasts like this, I think Hyper Heroes is perfect for you guys. Yeah. Um, they, I think you guys do an excellent job of Thanks, man. keeping about the passion and sharing the, it's, it's, tr- I think you do it's a hard. job. It, it, it can get There's really hard. There's some weeks where I go through the news and I'm like, there is nothing to chew on. <laughs> yeah. It's all rumors. Yeah. That's yeah. not fun for me. I want to talk about depth. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check out Hyper Heroes because uh, I, I think you guys have a great show, man. Thanks, man. Um, Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I really, really do. Um, and guys, if you like our podcast, make sure we would really appreciate uh, if you left a review on yeah. iTunes. It can be good, bad. <laughs> Either way, it helps us. So check us out uh, on iTunes. I'll, if you're listening, just go to leave us a review. We really appreciate that. It still stands that if you want to enter a character into the bucket, share our show on Twitter or on Reddit or Facebook. Yes. If you don't do it on Twitter, just send us a screen cap of it or a link to it and then the name of the character you want us to add to the bucket for next season. And, and they we'll can find that. us on Twitter at UFC Pod on Twitter. And, and Adam gets to add a character. You do. I do. For season two. You do. Really quick, I have a question. When is this episode going to come out? Tomorrow. Uh, no, today. Oh, today. Oh, today. It comes oh, I out forgot today. what day it was. Yeah. yeah. You... We can talk after, but we should have you on Hyper Hero so we can plug the show on that show. Oh, that would be, I would love that. That'd yeah, be fantastic. That'd be awesome. Thanks, man. I, yeah, I man. would love, anytime you, anytime you guys need me, I'll be there, buddy. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Adam, you can either keep it a secret or you can <clears throat> say it right now. Uh, who will you be adding to the bucket to compete Ooh. in next season? Yeah, for in season, season two. two, which is pretty awesome. That we're, I know. we're oh, there man. already. This is tough. Yeah. So, like, this was a really interesting list. There were some, there was a lot of blanks. And you know the, the the table is open to kind of put any character in. It's 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 tough. This is this might be a character that may not have a lot of depth, but I think in terms of its the character's impact on a team mm-hmm. could be could be fun. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw in. I'm gonna throw this character in. We'll see how it goes. Sweet. Uh, I'm gonna throw in Eames from Inception. Yeah. Tom Hardy's character. I love Inception. That's a great. That's a great great. Addition. I feel like there's like such a Nolan like. Like pushback, these I love Inception. I also I like, like Interstellar. A lot of, oh, I loved Interstellar. Forget the Forget me started, man. I love Interstellar so much. And awesome. People are like the third. I'm like, it's completely it's so creative. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. So let, awesome. let the creator be creative. And that and the Hans Zimmer it. score is so good. My God, I listen oh, to man. it whenever. If I you get... like Interstellar, you're gonna like Lost. I can tell you that right now. Sign me up. I gotta. I'll, I will be watching that later today. I uh, start my journey. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Make sure you put your name on there so that we remember. And we can be like, hey, Adam's character. Yeah. Guys, this has been so much fun. We're at the yeah. season one finale next. Um, you do not want to miss it. It's going to be a two-parter. First, we're going to do the, fir- the, the four characters. Um, and then before we go into the final round, that'll be its own episode, yeah. the final two. Yeah, so. it's going to be the final four. We're going to do just the first two matches. And then the finals will be its own. Yeah, so two more That's weeks it. in March Madness. March Madness. And then, and then we're, we're on our way to season two. Um, cool. I think That's we hit everything, guys. Thank you so much, Adam. Thank you again. Yeah, um, thank you. And hunters, we will see you for the finale, part one of the finale, next week. Stay on the hunt, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>